Friday night here in the Tigers Avenue. Zach, we got some stuff to talk about. Some 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 good things, some odd things that make you go, um, why? And then <laughs> some, some great news. So uh lots of good stuff to talk about tonight. Uh we're we're uh, excited about uh tonight's show and uh all that'll entail. And obviously, uh we're gonna talk about the women's basketball game, Zach, to kick it off. Uh, a fantastic game last night. And, uh, I mean, Zach, we might as well bring him in here. He was in the arena himself, Mr. Brandon, from the one and only Balcony Bengals. Oh, I mean, perfect, with the the sign behind him and everything. What's up, Brandon? How's it going, guys? Great, great. We're pumped about it, uh, having you on, man. We appreciate you joining the show again. You've obviously been on a few times and always a great guest. So, um, so. Obviously, uh, Brandon, you were in P- the PMAC last night, right? The Deaf Dome. Uh, Big-time game last night, and, I mean, I guess it was a little bit closer than maybe some expected, uh, sure. but Arkansas is no slouch. There's no question about that. I mean, I think their record shows that. I'm, I'm surprised After they're not ranked. Are to LSU. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of surprised they're not ranked. I mean, that's pretty yeah. pretty surprising considering their record. I think they were like 17-3. and three. Uh, last coming into last night, so, um, Brandon, what was it like in the PMAC last night? It, it seemed it seemed pretty loud. Man, the environment was great. I mean, the students really showed out, and uh, you know, I think, you know, if, yes, it was a closer game than most expected. I think we beat all. I think we beat Arkansas by what thirty last time we played them. Uh, or yeah. really, it wasn't really close. Wasn't close. Um, but Arkansas is a good team, and I think. They're, like Zach said, I think they're only two conference losses are to us. And, I mean, they're 17 and four now, but they're a good yeah. basketball team. And I think, you know, uh, the fans really showed out even for an 8 o'clock uh, Thursday game. And the students, I think, is really what made the difference. Uh, you know, a large part of the student body showed up. And I think, you know, that was a big difference maker. And I almost think the closer game, uh, the closer game as far as student attendance is actually better for the program, you know, with um, – Having had it been a 30 point blowout, you know, I think a lot of students may have left at half or something like that. But having been close pretty much to the right. stretch, um, and with the ending that it was, I think that might have hopefully hooked a lot of students on this team and, and this season. Well, I mean, shoot, if they're not hooked, I mean, they're 19 and 0. You yeah. better get hooked. I'm like, come on, man. It's a show out there. I mean, uh, the performance from Angel Reese just continues to be. Is, is she had a double double every game, right? Like nineteen yeah. straight. 19 is that correct? Doubles. Nineteen straight double doubles, and many of them are twenty twenties. It's never really been close. Yeah, I mean, thirty 
30 and 19 last night from Angel yeah. Reese. I, I mean, just freaking incredible. 17 of them were offensive boards. Yeah. The scary part is that she's got two more years. And honestly, I think looking at her play, you can see a lot of areas that she can still improve. And she's putting up 30 points and 20 boards. Yeah, for real. For real. No, no doubt. So, um, Brandon, I mean, let's 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 just get honest here for a little bit. Let's get real. Like we know it was loud, we know it was jumping, but you know we hear a lot from you balcony guys. Y'all are there in the heart of things with the PMAC and whatnot, uh, and you have some opinions about how it could be done better. What what can be done better, Brandon? I mean, I mean, how do you what what is your envision for the perfect setting for a student? Man, I think uh, you know obvi- the obvious thing um, is getting the students courtside. Um, and I think not only does that help the environment, but I think that helps the student attendance. A lot of people say, oh, you know, the students haven't really showed out this year, yada, yada, yada. Well, there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot to watch with the men's team, really. Um, but the women's team, I mean, if you can get people there, they'll they'll come. I think a yeah. big part of that is getting the students courtside, obviously. And another part is, you know, the environment. Um, when you go to a lot of other arenas, a lot of other stadiums and stuff like that, um, Nowhere else is scared to turn up their music like LSU is. Um, you go to Auburn Arena, the music is blasting. Um, and it's not um, calling Baton Rouge for the 47th time, which is it's a great, <laughs> good tradition. And it should be played, you know, in the fourth quarter. and At least uh, once. Just yeah, once. it should be played at least once. It gets the crowd into it and stuff like that. Um, but sometimes you need something a little bit different with a little bit more upbeat. Um, and I think, uh, I think a DJ would be great in the PMAC. They've had one before. It didn't really work out. Um, but I think, you know, getting a DJ in the PMAC would really be a game changer. And I think, um, you know, letting the DJ play it would also be a good part of it. Um, yeah. I don't need to get first down for the 57th time from the, <laughs> um, in the game. Go Tigers, because everybody's tired of saying it. Uh, <laughs> not going to play something good. Shut up. <laughs> and then, you know, we get told there is a DJ. It's just an old dad with a laptop and a, and a, and a table. That's that's not a DJ. I don't need to hear Rolly, Rolly, Rolly with a dab of ranch or WAP in the fourth <laughs> That's just not what we need. Um, kind of old not, now. Not the, yeah, not the yeah. selective music either. I mean, no, yeah, it, <laughs> in a moment fun. like that. And it's not easy. I, I get that. I know that they're juggling a lot of different things, a lot of different opinions and everything like that. So I get that it's not yeah. easy. Uh, but, I mean, something's got to be done because LSU is – LSU sports environments are good in spite of what we have. They're good because of the fans. They're good because of um, because of the people. Um, yeah. And places like Auburn, um, who do everything the right way, who don't have quite the support that LSU has. You could only imagine if LSU is doing some of the things that way. Um, yeah, I mean, you think about like like South Carolina, like Williams yeah. Bryce, like they yeah. they play that music and they play it loud. Yep. And it gets the people going. So, I mean, I see your point. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Brandon, I got to ask, change, change the subject a little bit. How how crazy did it get whenever Angel Reese had that block shoe. while holding her shoe? Well, honestly, from where I was, I didn't see that she was holding her shoe. I mean, I was going bananas because she absolutely just made that girl look like a child. Um, <laughs> but then then they called the tech, and then everybody's like, well, what, what the heck just happened? Um, yeah. and, man, but it was rocking. I mean, every day it's something, you know, that's new with her that, you know, you haven't seen before. And that was just something else. When you watch the clip over and over and over again, where that sports center ESPN is kind of, 
it's wild to see nonetheless. But yeah, the PMAC was rocking. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, Brandon, it seems like there's a collision course uh, ahead between these LSU Tigers and these, and of course, the number one team in the country, South Carolina, which they got to travel to South Carolina. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kim Mulkey has done a phenomenal job at uh, really early and really early in her coaching coaching career here at LSU. But yeah. uh, I mean, do you think they could go all the way this year? I mean, it, cert- it certainly looks like it with how great they're playing. Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely a school who's going to make some noise. I think um, – I hate to say this out loud. I hate to say it. But I really don't know if they can lose – I don't know if they lose another game other than South Carolina. Um, yeah. I mean, surely a night like last night could happen where you play a little sloppy against a good team and, you know, they're in it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think if you beat South Carolina, even if you lose, you're what, possibly 29-1 and one or 30-1, and one, something like that. Yeah. Um, you're looking at a top-four seed. Um, and you know the NCAA is going to put the screws to LSU. We're going to have a tough draw, but it's not—it's not like we're beating bad teams by thirty. We're beating very good teams by thirty points. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Nonetheless, I think they can definitely make some noise in the Final Four, and you know who knows where it goes from there. I'm excited for that Sunday game against South Carolina. I, yeah. I know, like I'll be watching it. How I mean, how has the draw for the students been? With women's basketball, I mean, obviously, you know, in years past, there wasn't much of a draw uh, yeah. because the girls, you know, the girls' teams just weren't that great. Yeah. Um, but how much hype is building around this team? I know last year, obviously, uh, did you know did was massive in, in that in doing yeah. that. But how how big is it now in year two under Kim Mulkey? Man, I, you know, when the students weren't on campus, really, I mean, it was it was pretty slow. Uh, but, you know, once SEC play rolled around and once the students got back on campus, um, like last night, um, what does a big what's a big deal with the students, too, is, you know, the giveaways that LSU does, the free T-shirts, the, the Chick-fil-A, whatever it may be. I didn't realize personally how much of an impact that had, excuse me, from a marketing perspective um, that gets students out there. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have the students who grab the stuff and leave and stuff like that. Um, or maybe just come oh, check come out the game for, or come check out the game for a quarter and then leave, um, which whatever. But I think, you know, last night, like I said, being at coast game with that finish uh, with everybody into the game, I think that that really, um, that really locked that in for the, for the near future, at least. And I, I can't wait for the PMAC, what it's going to look like in the first two rounds of the tournament at home. Um, just cause last year, even um, who seeming to everybody, to most people, it kind of came out of the blue, um, you know, hosting at home, and people aren't really used to that and stuff like that. Um, it was packed and it was rocking. I can't imagine what it's going to be like this year when it's so anticipated yeah. and people are so engaged. Um, it's I'm, I know we still got a lot of season left, but I can't wait for those two games. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to it's going to be. Uh, I mean, so I know y'all are kind of known for traveling every now and then to some big games. Like, are are y'all going to travel out to Columbia? Y'all gonna go out to the South Carolina game, or yeah, man, we we looked into it. Um, it I just don't know if it's a feasible trip for us. Um, okay. So far, with school the next day, um, be it, tough. It, had it been um, you know four hours away or something like that, it might be something that we could pull off. Um, but man, it's just I don't know if it's a feasible trip. Um, but we are definitely looking into Dallas um, as for the Final Four. Um, the only problem okay. is I believe that might be the weekend LSU baseball plays Tennessee. 
sure. So it's going to be a tough decision. Yeah, it's going to be. Here's the thing, though. I mean, if we if LSU baseball is playing Tennessee, if both are as advertised, they're going to see each other again in the postseason versus you know a Final Four matchup or a championship matchup is kind of a yeah. possibly a once in a lifetime opportunity. I have to agree with you. I think you'd have to kind of go with the Final Four. Yeah, in that situation. Hopefully they're there. Yeah. Hopefully. So, <clears throat> so I, I mean, I just I'm really hoping that Kim Mulkey can make me a profit. Like <laughs> I, I I predicted that. My my hot take a while back was that she would get the next national championship at LSU. So I need it to come true this year <laughs> because if not, it's gonna be it's gonna be in danger of being wrong mm-hmm. come Jay Johnson time, right? I know we got, got a couple guys with some money riding on uh on LSU <laughs> women's to win the Natty right now and already oh boy bonus. Um, but we'll see how that works. There you go. So Brandon, I I mean, look, I don't think it's entirely on Matt McMahon, in my opinion, that they are where they are. I mean, I think it has something to do with, uh, in regards to the men's basketball team, obviously, Mm -hmm. has something to do with the fact that they had zero scholarship players and they had to pull a team together, um, as I like to say, with like duct tape and Gorilla Glue uh, for this season. Um, So I don't pin – everything on him you know for this season i mean honestly it's it's about as i expected like genuinely um so it may be hard to gauge right now but what's the feel around matt mcmahon i I know y'all were kind of close to the program when will wayward is around you know i'm I'm sure i'm sure it's not the same right now considering everything that happened so it may be a little bit more closed door, but what's the feel with Matt McMahon and 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 his arrival and, and first season? So yeah, long? you know, when Wade left, I think that was a big impact on a lot of the students, especially some of the older students, um, just because Wade was so influential with with the student body. Um, I will say McMahon, very nice, very nice guy, very easy to talk to. You could always come to him about something, um, but it's just not the same feel as Wade. And I think part of that is because, you know, McMahon's the nice guy. Um, versus Wade is the guy that everybody else is pulling against. And I think LSU really, you know, adopted that um, yeah, yeah. mentality. Um, and I think that, that the students fed off of that. Every game you knew that you were going into it, battling the officials, battling the other coach, whatever it may be. Um, but I think the feeling with McMahon overall, you know, I, I think some people may be panicking a little bit, but it, I think that's just because, you know, when Johnny Jones left, the program was in, in shambles. And so oh, people understood it was going to take time for Wade yeah. to build it up. Um, whereas, you know, just last year with Wade, the team was very competitive um, in a loaded SEC. Um, yeah. And so people aren't necessarily used to, oh, well, we're going to have to wait for him to get better. Um, so we'll see. I think, you know, give McMahon three or four years before you really write the book out on him. I think he's a good coach. Sure. He's arguably is a better X's and O's coach possibly than Wade. Um, but if he can't recruit like Wade, then you're going to get your brains beaten in the SEC um, just because, you know, no slide on any of the guys now, um, but they just kind of have mid-major talent. Um, and so when you look on the sidelines, when we're playing Auburn, when we're playing Arkansas even, um, you look at some of the dudes they have, we don't have a guy like that. Um, no. So, you know, I think you give him some time to recruit. He can get some big-name recruits um, and stuff like that. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. If he's not able to do that, you know, time will tell. But so, so have you seen the the reveal today for Saturday? 
the retro unis? Yes, I have. I have. I, pretty I, sweet. Those. Yeah, those are sweet. I love them. I'm pretty pumped about it. I, I mean, uh, I, I think I texted Zach earlier. I was like, maybe it's the spark they need. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just something for them, you know. Something, you know, I feel for McMahon and the staff and the players, you know, to, to try to keep people engaged yeah, um, yeah, it's in, tough in right that now. kind of a season. I think that's something that hopefully, you know, can kind of keep the players in it. I think it was a good time for that kind of thing. Um, because hopefully the back half of your SEC schedule is a little bit more, a little bit more uh, competitive for you. But yeah, I, I mean, considering what he had to do and what you put together, I mean, this opening stretch in the SEC has been brutal. Brutal. Yeah. I mean, absolutely brutal. You know, we 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 got excited because you know what happened with Arkansas happened. You know, yeah, and Kentucky. Uh, the top 10 team. And then, you know, we did what we did with Kentucky, even though we lost, it was like, you know, holy crap. We just went to rub yeah. and, you know, held our own, but three points. Yeah. But now you see like Kentucky maybe really isn't as good as, yeah. You know, exactly. everybody thinks they normally are and mm-hmm. uh, typically are. And, you know, Arkansas has lost some games as well. And I think their youth at Arkansas is, is showing some. So yeah. I think Arkansas has the same record in the SEC as we do. Really? Yeah, but we're one five and we're one and four. Wow. Yeah. So, and it doesn't get any easier, unfortunately. We got, you know, Tennessee, Saturday. Tennessee on Saturday, and then you and got Julian Phillips, who should have been a Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. It is what it is. What I, I mean, it happened. What, what happened happened. So, I mean, yeah. it's just the reality of the situation. I think that's where they're at right now. But I think you're right about the whole uniform thing. Like, I think it's an attempt to try to 100%. And, and like draw some kind of attention. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, I mean, they're just having to do what they got to do because it's just what it is right now. So, yeah. Anyways, let's get a couple comments. Yeah. And then, the comments are flying. We made it again. And get then someone. we can uh, let Brandon go and move on to our next segment. Uh, Carl Dunn said, get the balcony Bengals and NIL deal. <laughs> <laughs> Gladly. We'll take any NIL deals for sure. Hey, uh, Ryan also said, take the professors uh, or tell the professors to give you the lessons and assignments early so you can go to Columbia. There you go. Hey, only problem <laughs> is if the professor can give us a plane, that would be ideal. Oh, man. Like private jet? Yeah. That would be ideal. Take, uh, be, be, <laughs> I already uh, feel one, one day y'all will be there. Just private balcony yeah. bagels, private jet. Yeah, hopefully. There's a lot more in here, Zach. We got, uh, let's see, Carl Dunn mentioned that I didn't know this, but L- apparently LSU South Carolina is on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it, it is on Super Bowl Sunday. So that'd be interesting to be, hopefully be able to watch the uh, South Carolina game roll right and enjoy being in the Super Bowl. Uh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan. He loves both of y'all's backgrounds, but he's kind of been hating on mine a little bit here. Um, he said, <laughs> he said that he, he was asking basically where my background was, and I told him I was like, I got the Joe Burrow sports. If y'all see it, right, right there. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Illustrated in the background and the baseball jersey. Kind of good. And uh, and then he said, I see the frisbees. <laughs> I had to correct them. It's disc, disc golf. It's oh, disc. oh. <laughs> Tyler Townsend said, What's up? What's up, Tyler? What's up, Good Tyler? to have you, man. Appreciate you joining. All right. Yep. Uh, transition here. Hey, <laughs> why I said, I don't, don't believe, believe anything. <laughs> no man, faith. No faith in him. Man, hang on. Well, Brandon, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, keep the student section rocking, man. For sure. Might have to get on and talk some baseball soon. 
Oh, hey, tell, sure. hey, tell Gant to take it easy. He looked like he was about to, you know, kind of pop <laughs> a, a blood vessel on his head the other night. There's, there's nothing. We love the energy. That's every game. He says, he says, I'm going to take it easy today. And then two, <laughs> uh, two block calls later, uh, that should have been a charge. Uh, he, he's about to have <laughs> he, an he's going, he's going crazy. Well, keep the energy up for Tennessee on Saturday. Maybe they can pull something off. For sure. For sure. Appreciate you joining, Brandon. All righty. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to hit a quick break and uh, we'll get back to the next segment right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, right back at it. Zach, um, obviously we got to... Got to talk about something that's been in the been in the news here lately surrounding a certain quarterback, and we discussed it briefly before my phone died uh, in in the in the last uh, episode. But I want to go into a little bit more detail here, especially especially now with what has unfolded with the Walker Howard situation. Somebody said you needed to shave, Zach. What's what's up? What's up with that? I don't I don't know. They don't like the goatee. I already got rid of all this, so I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to appease these people, <laughs> you but they're go never full, happy. Full lumberjack, full lumberjack. I can, yeah. I can do it, but I don't know. I don't know if it's my look, honestly. <laughs> you, you don't think you can pull it off? I, I'm not a look. We, me, and you got. I don't know where we get the. I mean, we get it from mom, but we got the red hair red and beard. our facial hair. Which is weird. Like you got blonde hair, I've got like light, a light brown hair, and we have red <laughs> facial hair. So like, I'm not a fan of red hair. So I just keep this. Well, well I am a fan of facial hair, but I'm not a fan of red facial hair. So I just keep a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, so Zach, what are your? <laughs> so obviously, Walker decides to go to Ole Miss. I'm like, okay, all right. Maybe he can beat Jackson Dart for the starting position, or at least he's competing and he's in the he's in the you know as a backup, which is already better than what where he was at at LSU. Right. I, you know, at LSU he was third string. He was going to be taking snaps from you know with the scout team mm. this up, this upcoming season, and we know he wanted to compete uh, mm. in his second season. So at least you know when he goes to Ole Miss and he makes his decision, you know at least. At the moment when he made his decision, yeah. he was going to be, you know, competing potentially for the starting position. Which I think he still at the very will. Least second I think he still will, but boy, it got. Oh, I don't know. It, it got really, really hard, like significantly a lot harder, and it got a lot more dense in that room when freaking Spencer Sanders committed to Ole Miss. Like, yeah, I don't know what Lane is like. Like Lane, you can only play one quarterback, homie. Like, like I don't know. I, I mean, 
you know, quarterback depth is, you know, obviously something you need to have. And, they you know, got, it. got talent and depth, you know, great. That's awesome. But, man, I mean, what do you think Walker Howard's thought process is right now with that, you know, being the situation? I I am very curious to know whether or not he knew about Spencer Sanders. I mean, how do you not? I mean, I like I knew when he announced that Ole Miss was in the mix for Spencer. Yeah, and I, I think, figured, I figured, okay, like at Walker, so maybe Spencer Sanders go somewhere else, equation. right? But then you see the announcement of Spencer Sanders, and you're like, oh, I, I, I immediately t- so, I obviously where I work, there's a lot of Ole Miss fans. Uh, being in Memphis and obviously here around the Mississippi area, there's a lot of Ole Miss fans where I, with you know that I work with. Yeah, of course, Jesse, one of your good friends, uh, JP and Dawson. Of course, Jesse and uh, JP came on the show, um, and even Kenny texted me another friend that came on our show. Whenever the LSU played Ole Miss, um, they texted me and you know were like really excited about Walker, and then. You know, what was it the next day or a couple days later? Yeah. You know, Spencer Sanders two, announces two, three days. Yeah. Spencer Sanders announces that he's going, and they're like, What the heck? And I immediately looked at Dawson. I said, I said, one of those guys is gone after next year. Like, oh, yeah. Like, not there's with the transfer portal the way it is, there's no way they all stay. There's yeah, no way. Right. There's, I, I mean, what either. Either Dart's going to transfer. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like this year, or I don't. I don't know. Or Walker ends up re- transferring again. Like I don't know how. Like you have Jackson Dart, who didn't have a bad season. I mean, Jackson Dart's not a bad quarterback. He's a pretty good quarterback. He's a decent quarterback. Yeah. Um. So you have him. It feels like a. If that's his plan, it feels like a stab in the back. And he, yeah, I agree. So he's he's been the guy. Mm-hmm. Then you bring in a guy that you're like, okay, maybe like maybe Dart. It's Dart next year. You know, Howard pushes him a little bit, and then maybe Howard gets the lane <coughs> after next year in 2024. <laughs> and yeah, then you I get don't... Spencer Sanders, and this is a guy that I would fully expect is coming to Ole Miss to start. Why would you? You don't leave Oklahoma State if you're not planning to go somewhere and start. Like it, it makes absolutely no sense. You're a like right a four year starter, right? Yeah. At Oklahoma State. I, I mean, you know, I, is it Oregon State or Oklahoma? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, sorry. And you don't leave that to go and get in a quarterback competition with two other guys. One being the incumbent, like the guy who literally just started and solidified himself as the starter this past season. And then another guy who's ready to compete for the spot now and is transferring from his dream school to do so. Like, the most logical situation, you know, with the way this has played out, the most logical thing in my mind is that they're about to push Jackson Dart out the door. Spencer Sanders will take over as the starting quarterback for one season because he only has one remaining eligibility, and then Walker will be expected to be the guy for the next, you know, two, three years. But here's the here's the issue, Reagan. Dart cannot – he has to sit if he transfers. That's right. Like, 
I mean, unless the NCAA allows it. Unless the NCAA allows it. Unless the NCAA allows it, but I, I don't know, Reagan. It's it's really confusing to me. I, I and the windows closed now, so so none of them can leave until I, you know. And obviously, the other thing is like, <coughs> I mean, it really seems like Howard put himself in the same situation. He's behind exactly. two experienced quarterbacks. Yeah, one like Jane Daniels that's been there for forever and has a ton of games under his belt and has been a good quarterback. Same thing with Jaden. And then you got Dart, who was a pretty big-time quarterback prospect coming out of high school and seems to be the, you know, I mean, Dart obviously he started. this started, past year. Huh? He started, he started obviously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he obviously started, you know, this past year. But, you know, I would kind of put him more on the level of Garrett Nussmeyer because he's a sophomore. Garrett was, um, you know, a redshirt uh, freshman this past year. So they're both in year two. So, yeah. like, Howard's kind of in the same spot. I, I Genuinely, I think he's in a harder spot because Jaden Daniels would be the equivalent of Spencer Sanders, right? Like a guy who has multiple years Correct. of experience and he's returning, you know, as a veteran quarterback. Okay, that's kind of like the equivalent of Spencer Sanders. But – if you got to give me Dart and Nussmeyer when it comes to experience, I'm taking Dart because Dart just did a whole season yeah. as a starter in the SEC West. And he also had competing time at USC and, and played. You know, Garrett hasn't had, you know, consistent starting time, especially not a whole season like Dart has. Yeah. So in retrospect, like you are putting yourself in a harder situation than what you had at LSU, and LSU is your dream school. The most, like, it felt like it was the most obvious thing to do was to go to TCU. Yeah. And if that wasn't what you were going to do, go somewhere else where you can start. Florida. Florida, Florida yes. Auburn. Auburn. Like, because Auburn would be a more, like, why did Spencer Sanders not go to Auburn? Like, I, I, it just don't make any sense. I, like, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know if Ole Miss is rolling out the NIL money, but we know – as LSU fans, for Walker Howard, NIL doesn't matter. That's not a that's not a worry and a concern for Walker. But I don't know. It, it just for Walker or Spencer, it just doesn't make sense unless Lane is pushing Dart out the door. Yeah. And if that's even the then, shame even on then Lane, you would have you would have thought that Dart would have known that ahead of this. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I would think it's a stab in the back. I mean, Carl Dunn said if it's a stab in the back, the lane train is holding the night. Yep. Because that's something you tell that guy ahead of time. Go, hey, look, we've we've greatly appreciated you, you the, the time you spent here, the season you gave us, but we are moving on. And so, and maybe you, they had that conversation with him. And, that, and if they did, so be it. But if they had that conversation, Reagan – Dart would have entered the portal already. I mean, I'm not saying which we, you know, we don't know them, we don't know their situation, so we can't, you know, speak with absolutes. But, you know, maybe he says, "Hey, we, you know, Altmaier has left. We, we're going to bring some, uh, we're going to bring some depth in because we need it in case you're injured, and we expect you can to compete for the spot. Like, if that's the conversation, okay." But if that's the conversation and then Dart sees, you know, Walker Howard and then Spencer Sanders, 
I'm pretty worried if I'm him. Like you're you're thinking crap. Like <laughs> you know, this is going to be tough. Like this isn't what I expected. Like beating Altmaier yeah, out is okay, I, but Jackson Howard stupid. him. Jackson no. is stupid. He understands like Spencer Sanders isn't going to come here just to sit for a year after he's been playing multiple games and been a four t- four year guy. Like he's going to come here to start. Start like, like that. Yeah. Why? Why would you transfer to a school where you when you've been a starter for the past three to four years? Yeah, four and years to sit. You're not doing that. Like Spencer Sanders is coming to start. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, well, and we've got this five star quarterback that we just brought from LSU. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with you on that. Like, really confusing. I I, I don't know. I just don't think. I, I don't see why Walker. I, I don't see why Walker would have gone if he would have known Spencer Sanders was on his way. Like, I I, I don't see that. I, I just don't. The most again, and I'll go back to it and we'll discuss the reasons now, like TCU just felt like the most obvious landing spot. Like, homie, the job is yours to go there and take. Your boy's over there. Your boy Besh is over there. Your your high school best friend is over there. And they just, they just got done playing a national championship game. Like, I, I get, they got blown out the water. And, and that's okay, but, you know, they just, you know, won the pack. Well, they didn't win the Pac-12. They lost in the in you know the championship game, but you know they just pretty much owned the Pac-12. The Big, excuse me, yeah, Big Twelve. You know, for the season, and lost their first game in the championship, and then went to the you know playoffs and beat Michigan and, and made it to the championship game. Like that sounds like an incredible you know opportunity. Like Sonny Dykes, new coach. Uh, I'm sure Sonny Dykes would have been glad to have Walker Howard come to his program. So I, I don't know. I just I don't see. I don't I see. He, the, he visited. He visited TCU and he visited Ole Miss and Florida. Re, you know, he talked with Florida. Florida reached out to him, I think, and talked with him. So yeah, I, I, really confusing to me. So do you? Do you do you think they're going to push Jackson out the door this spring? They're they're they're. I mean, it only makes sense. Like, what's Jackson going to do? He, he just started Ole Miss. What's he going to do? Be the, be the number two, and be okay um, with it after he just started the whole season and and he transferred from USC to come be the starter at Ole Miss. Yeah, and that's what happened. And you got you were the starter, and now you're going to be okay with sitting behind, you know, and, and then you're going to have to pretty, I mean, cause walk, we know why Walker went, we know why Walker went, he wanted to compete. So then you're going to have to go compete again in yeah. your senior year. You're going to, no. you're going to, you're going to be the number two, sit behind Spencer Sanders this next year and then try to compete against the, the Walker Howard. Doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I, and, you know, I mean, obviously the portal is closed, you know, now you, I think in terms of entering the portal, you can't enter right now. I don't know if you can commit. I'm pretty sure you could still like commit to schools if you've you already can commit, the but you, you, cannot, you can't enter anymore. Right until you know the next the next. Yeah, season. there'll be another opening in the spring, but it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. I, I mean, 
the quarterback position at Ole Miss, I mean, just got really interesting. And if you want my opinion, I think Spencer Sanders is a starter next year. So yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Yeah, and logically, I think I think Jackson Dart's going to get pushed out. I think it's going to be Spencer Sanders, and I think it's going to be Walker Howard ushered in and made out to be the guy to follow for the for the coming years. Like he will be the guy, right? And I, I mean, if that's what it is, then you know, then okay, that fine. that's fine because that's you know here at LSU. You know, it it was seemed to be understood that Garrett had taken his spot as the back, like like earned the spot as the backup. So, you know, if Jaden's done this year, well, he's still got to compete again. You know, against Garrett. Um, you know, whereas at Ole Miss, you know, you can sit this year behind Spencer Sanders, the equivalent, you know, somewhat of Jaden Daniels, the veteran. But then it's like almost guaranteed that you're going to be the guy the next year. Uh, so, I mean, I can get it in that sense, but if Jackson's not going anywhere, <laughs> you, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. If Jackson's out. not going anywhere, then you better, you better beat him out. Yeah. You better, yeah. you better beat him out. Or you're going to waste, you know, you're going to waste some years of eligibility if you don't. Cause. And you also uh, wasted being at your dream school and pretty much being the same. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and I think, you know, Okay. Maybe, maybe Garrett Nussmeyer beat him out for the backup spot this coming year. That doesn't mean, you know, in the next spring you can't beat him out for the starting position. Like, yeah, so exactly. Don't stay in that. You know, don't don't do that to yourself. So I don't know. It, it just we'll see how it all plays out. It's gonna be really interesting to see how that unfolds in Oxford. Yeah, obviously, very much a going to be something that everybody's going to be looking at because, you know, you're talking about some some highly touted quarterbacks that, that Lane has pulled into uh, the situation there in Oxford. Uh, I, I think – I think I texted to you, or maybe it was Jesse. I can't remember who I sent to, but I was like, this is the most stacked quarterback room in all of college football. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Jeez. Anyway, so that's that'll be something to keep your eyes on. Uh, obviously, we got some comments, Zach. Some more on this situation we can get to. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, Ryan said he didn't think that he would give him a waiver. He said TCU was the landing spot, and he said that um, Walker is okay with being in co- competition for number two. Yeah, I, I he also said in in regards to Dart, he said you can fight off Walker, but you can't fight off Sanders. So know. he kind of agrees. I, he he kind of agrees with you in the sense that Spencer's the yes, guy. yes. I, I just yeah, exactly. If I'm maybe Walker, they, though, maybe you're right. Maybe they said, "Look, Spencer, come in. You're going to be the guy. You're you're going to have one year yeah. left. You're going to be our guy next year." Um, and they told Jackson, "Hey, you are our guy this year. We're going to bring in some guys. Like you said, come compete, compete for the starting position. I think you're going to have to." Huh. I think the spring decides it for Dart for or sure. Walker. I really either do. one. I yes. mean, Walker couldn't re-enter. <laughs> like he'd we'll have to sit. Yeah, yeah, he sure. So would. I mean, it's pointless at this. At, at right now, it's pointless. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, come on. All right, Zach. Uh, let's hit a quick break, and uh, I mean, we'll continue to watch it to see how it plays out. But we'll hit a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll update you on some more news for LSU's. 
uh, transfer portal. Some great news. So we'll, we'll get to that right after this. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA Merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to TigersAvenue.com and clicking on the Merchandise tab. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, Converse, and slides. Head over to our Accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers, phone cases. You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more, all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to tigersavenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now. Zach, real quick, uh, I, I wanted to touch on this earlier, but I forgot to with Angel Reese. Obviously, incredible night. But she kind of spoke up today, and I was glad she did about some yeah. things. I don't know if you we saw it or not, but I retweeted it. And I, yeah. I, I call this emoji uh, the speak your stuff emoji. That's what I, I, I view that emoji as. It's just like a, a head with like a voice like thing projecting out. I call that your speak your stuff emoji. Did you it on Tigers Avenue? Because I'm pretty sure I did the same thing. Yes. Well, uh, I quote t- tweeted it. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Any- anyways, so um, obviously Angel, you know, got that tech that, that Brandon mentioned after she blocked the shot with the shoe in her hand, you know, and she kind of, and I'm paraphrasing because, you know, I don't want to read the whole quote. Because uh, probably most of y'all have already read it, but you know she's essentially saying, you know, people are saying I'm hood, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being too much or whatever, you know. She's and she was like, you know, I'm okay with that, that's fine. But she essentially was saying we need to normalize like some passion and emotion in women's sports, and I gotta agree because, you know, for I mean, let's just talk frankly, Zach, and, and I will. You know, a lot of times people treat women's sports kind of like at this as this like you know, very dull thing that's kind of drag and, and, you know, not as entertaining. Like these are some of the stereotypes people mention when it comes to women's sports. And I'm like, then someone tries to do something about making it exciting and they got a problem with it. Right. Like, and I think she, there were people saying it was like, you know, embarrassing. I'm like, it's just a double standard because, you know, I I know me personally, (laughs) when she did that last night, you're like, yo! I was like, yeah, yo. yeah, talk it, talk that stuff. <laughs> we don't care about that tech. We ain't worried about that. We got you know, that block. You know, wow, you know it's hype, and and like the student section's going nuts. Like everybody yeah. loves it. You know, when you get something like that, you know, she, you know, it's kind of like I don't, I don't remember if Tari got a tech on this or not, but he dunked it on that dude, and him and Eric Gaines were just sitting there like staring the dude down. Like, you remember that photo? Like, yeah. that was yeah. such like. That kind of energy, you know, like there's a photo of her 
you know, after she blocked the shot and the player's on the ground and she's kind of looking at her saying something like, it's it's tough. Like, you're like, okay, like, let's go. <laughs> like, that stuff brings energy and, like, excitement to the game, man. And so I just feel like it's a double standard because men's do it all the time. And if, you know, as soon as men sports do it or, or whatever, people are like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, let's, let, you know, let's go. And then a woman does it, you know, and, and they're like, oh, that's embarrassing. It's a double standard for me. I loved it. It was, you know, it got me all excited. And I was pumped because it was a close game. It was a huge play. So I, I appreciated the fact that she put that out today because I think she's absolutely right. Uh, I mean, it's a double standard to hype up the guys to do it, but say she's embarrassing to do that. Like, yeah. you know, she is a dynamic player that is like taking over, you know, women's college basketball 19 straight double doubles like i think she has the right to to know you know bring some energy to the court if she wants to so sure. anyways that's just my little my little two cents on that like i i was glad she said something about that we're gonna clip that we're gonna clip that we're gonna put it out there sure sure right, that's fine but yeah like uh i i never know what to go what's that dude's name is it ryan ryan yeah <laughs> Big Kelly, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, he's saying like, yeah, you know, Angel is hurt. She got that dog in her, right? Like, and she does. She's she's got that it factor for for players. So, well, the South Carolina game is going to be a powder powder keg. Might might see a fight. You know, hey, get the scrapping out there. <laughs> so, Let's get physical. Anyway, so Zach, obviously, you know this this last section's on uh, LSU's transfer portal. Yeah. I don't know if we're done yet, but boy, oh boy, Brian Kelly had <laughs> – it's so awesome. Like last year we were one of the top teams in the transfer portal, and it was expected, right? It was – Had to. Had to. This year you have gone out and you have filled positions of need rather than having to go and, you know, like fill a roster. He has gone out for the DBs. You know, he went to the defensive line. You know, position the whole de- the defense like he need positions of need, and he filled it. And this year, we're currently sitting at the number one spot in the transfer portal rankings with eleven that, players. Two four seven. As per yes, per two four seven, we have the number one uh, transfer portal class, and, and so it, it's just awesome that like last year you had to do it. This year you didn't have to do it. You just wouldn't filled some needs. And Brian Kelly spoke to like how you use the transfer portal properly. Like we want to build our program off of our recruiting classes, and the yeah. transfer portal is is a place where you go and you address positions of needs, and that's the way it needs to be used. And I think that's the right way to approach it. Yeah. And even in doing that, you have the number one transfer portal class in the country. You had eleven players, ten of them defensive, and guess what? You lost a chunk of players this year from the defensive side of the ball. And, man, you, Zach, you put some guys in there. I mean, you know, what's crazy, Zach, is everybody, you know, we got Deuce and we got J.K. Johnson and obviously Denver Harris, and everybody's hype about those guys. Denver Harris was the number one guy in the portal for a period of time until Travis Hunter uh, got in there, and I think one other guy. But he's the number one DB uh, in in the class for the portal. Everybody's forgetting like about Zai Alexander. Like Zai Alexander is top twenty in the portal rankings. He, yep. He's higher. You know, no disrespect to Deuce, you know, or or J.K. Johnson, 
But Zion Alexander, just because he's from southeastern Louisiana, don't mean he's no slack. The dude's top 20 in the portal. Yeah. Like, big-time players. So, we, man, we went out there and we got some yeah. dudes. And, of course, you added Deuce and, and, and J.K. So, your DB room now is stacked with talent. And you went and got defensive line to fill – you know, depth spots. I, I mean, I feel like maybe you, you you might have a starter out of the, the transfer portal, but you you know some of your starters are going are already on the current team, and you added depth to that position with the portal. And then, obviously, Zach, the most recent was Omar Spites, and and this is huge, Zach. Uh, I mean, absolutely huge. Uh, you get a line, but is it Spites or is it Spates? To quickly interrupt you, is it Spites or Spates? I looked at it as. Spates. I think I just said Spites. So it's. Spates. I, th- I think it's Spates though. Omar Spates. Okay. I think I just that. said Spites though. Maybe, maybe y'all can correct us. Maybe y'all know. Um, but Zach, this was like you. You needed to address the defensive line. You needed to address the DBs, and you had in the portal. And the yeah. last thing that you really needed to get was like a, a. You didn't need like a edge linebacker, like you know. You didn't need a jack linebacker. You 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 kind of have that in Harold Perkins, and you have that in you know the the freshman Deshaun Womack. He's coming in, and of course you got Paris Sand. You know you didn't need that style. You needed a middle linebacker, a, a guy who can go and fill a gap, stop a run. Yeah. You know type of guy to be alongside um, Greg Penn. And Omar is is a day one starter, day one starter. Uh, he will be a guy who is a he's he's a veteran player who's played multiple years at Oregon State, had a great season this year. He, I mean, guys, he was first team all Pac-12 defense. Like best, you know, him and Justin Flo, I think, are the best two linebackers coming out of the Pac-12. Of course, Justin Flo went to another Pac-12 team, but you know, he's coming to LSU as one of the best linebackers in the country. Yeah. So that dude is going to be a day one starter and just made your defense incredibly. I, I mean, our defense is going to be scary good next year. It is really exciting. So, Zach, what is your that, thoughts on, you know, Omar and, and just that news? I mean, I think it's bigger than what people realize. Well, again, you, you went out and you met needs. Um, and that's what they needed to do. And not only did you meet a need, but you've got a player that is going to be – a major impact for this defense. You know, it wasn't just <laughs> LSU went out in this transfer portal and they got guys that are going to be depth pieces, you know, yep. no, and no, no, yep. you know, no slack to them, but you know, they're going to be depth pieces. And then they went out and got guys that are going to play and yep. they're going to start. Uh, you know, you look at guys like Zy Alexander and, and Denver Harris and potentially yep. Deuce at the nickel and yep. uh, Omar and Aaron Anderson, um, I feel like I'm missing one. Those, I mean, those are probably the guys that are going to start. They're going to be starters on yeah. your team. And you know, Ovia Gofu. You know, that's another guy. That's Jordan, Jordan Jefferson may start in the Jordan middle. I, I saw, I saw some things that like they may put. You know, which of course this Winston, is all up to Jamar. You got to find two. You got to find uh, another edge. You got to find another Ollie Gay. Well, that's what um, they're saying. Mason Smith may be that guy. And your middle may be Jordan Jefferson and Makai Wingo. We'll see. Jordan Jefferson's more of a beefier type build. Mm-hmm. And Mason, I mean, Mason can play anywhere he wants on the defensive line. I think I just prefer I think I'd prefer somebody that can be quick on the outside. 
and Mason Smith is not going to be able to run to the sideline. <laughs> like he's a whole stuffer. Uh, I, I, he's a I'm big boy, Reagan. He's a big boy now. Zach, I'm telling you, I think he could come off the edge. I, I get what you're saying. Like I, I get what you're saying. Like, but I, I, I think Mason could play. I think he's more athletic than people give him credit for. We'll see how that how that works out. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely exciting. And you know, I, I didn't know, but when you texted me and said they're number one in the nation now with the transfer, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. Yep. Like, and 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 as we said, like those pieces are on defense, so. You already have pretty much the number one returning offense in the SEC. And now you have a number one transfer portal class on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. LSU's gonna compete next year. No yeah, you're yeah, your your offense, you know, you're returning so much, like you're not concerned about your offense. And you also, like you said, added a guy like Aaron Anderson to that role. Your your concern was your defense, and like it's not a concern anymore. It may be a strength. Yeah, it, it seriously may be a strength this year. I, I mean, you got elite DBs, like big time talent out of the portal at the DB position with Denver Harris and Zai. I, I mean, huge. And I think I think Deuce very well could be the starting nickel. Him and Sage, I think, are going to compete for that. And I think they'll both have playing time. I think J.K. Johnson is going to see a lot of playing time. Obviously, they're going to battle it out, and we'll see who gets the starting positions at the end of the, the say-so. But you also yeah. got Taviano coming in, right? Like, <clears throat> you, <clears throat> you may be coming in, but you got to earn your spot. So, yeah. it's I mean, you got a, a plethora of riches, it feels like, now on the, on the um, defensive side of the ball. And from, from all implications, like Whit Weeks – you know, we have West Weeks already on the team, but Witt, his younger brother, has very much so uh, been on the rise lately. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he was a three-star, he jumped to a four-star, and he jumped even more. He didn't jump to a five-star, obviously, but he jumped more in the rankings uh, recently, and because of his showing at the All-American, I mean, he was, you know, listed as one of the best linebackers showing, you know, at the at the All-American game. I think it was the Adidas All-American game where Pimpton and and Jalen Brown were at yeah. uh, because he played so well. So and you got Christian Braith Braithwaite Braithwaite Brathwaite. There you go. So they have they they really like these two freshman linebackers. And then of course you got Greg Penn, you got uh, Harold Perkins, Omar now, Wes Weeks. You know, like you're you're and then you're going to add those two freshmen. Now you got you know, a solid five guys that, you know, three guys returning and then two guys that are, well, not returning, but one transfer, two returning, and then – or three returning, and then two freshmen coming in. So your your defense has depth and, and talent to add on to this offense that you're bringing back. Like you were saying, it's going to compete next year. And I'm, I'm – I'm – I may be pumped about Omar than I am any other portal player, like, you know, really? so like his four, 45 games, Zach, he has in 45 games, he has 304 tackles. Wow. 304 tackles, 25 tackles for loss, five sacks, five sacks, and three interceptions. It's, you know, it's going to be exciting. I'm really excited about him. He's going to be a huge uh, role in, in this coming year. And obviously, he's a one and done. 
uh, player. He's got one year of eligibility, but the idea is, you know, we've already got some guys coming in, and then the next recruiting class will have some more coming in as well, and you're, you'll start building that to where you won't need the portal. Correct. And I think that's the idea. They did that with the DBs, um, and they're on track with that. I think with the the linebackers now. So yeah, yeah, and a exciting time uh, for LSU and the portal. And Zach, I don't know if they're done. Did you see today the the? Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh no, you, you're good. You, no, you I don't, Jakai, I don't okay. know a whole lot about it. I just know I know you shared it to me. Yeah, Jakai Clark uh, is a veteran, a very veteran center at Miami. Uh, and, and has been there for several years and has been their center. Um, I'm, I don't want to misspeak out of turn, but I think it's at least two years he's been their starter. Um, and he's in the portal. And today we saw uh, that – or today or yesterday. I can't remember, but LSU offered him. Yeah. So, you know, LSU's in the mix there. We'll see what he announces. I, I think they want to add one player uh, in the portal – to the offensive line at least because we did take a big hit uh, somewhat to the offensive line. I don't yeah. think in terms of – Six guys in total. Yeah, I mean, like you lost Doomerville and Cam Wire and Xavier Hill, Cardell Jones, Anthony Baffert. So <clears throat> I think they're looking to add somebody just in case. Like really, you know, you're, you're returning your five guys and, of course, you got four freshmen coming in that, that are, people are really excited about, especially – Obviously, Lance Hurd. Um, and then, of course, you got like Dellinger and Deli, Deli and yeah. uh, Frazier will be the guards. Yeah. And then so, you got Charles Turner and Marlon Martinez at center. Yeah. So I think you need to probably add one more guy. So Jakiah Clark, maybe that guy, you know, they were looking at Renfro. He ultimately followed his coach from Cincinnati to Wisconsin. So mm -hmm. I think they're targeting another guy. And I think Renfro was a center, and now they're targeting another center. So, you know, maybe maybe Turner – maybe they're not entirely happy with him. I don't know. I think he did a decent job last year, and I think it's his job to lose. But I think they want to add some depth. So Yeah. Which Molly Martinez, I mean, he, he doesn't – he doesn't have to play center. I mean, he can he can play other positions. Yeah, he can move. Level, yeah, absolutely. Line, which he has done. Absolutely. So they may not be done. Number one transfer portal in the class may not be finished yet. BK has obviously uh, continually, time and time again, all the people that keep saying he can't recruit, he can't recruit, he can't recruit. Like, dude's recruiting very well. Like, we're, we're, we're doing fine. And his freshman classes are, are doing – his, you know, first full freshman class now is mm -hmm. top five. You know, and we have Jamel Howard, who's a, a big-time – nose guard type of player uh, who's on campus today, right? Yep. And he's been getting the offers from, like, Wisconsin and Michigan, you know, like, big-time schools. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm very pleased with his recruiting effort. Um, you know, the the stigma around him was – and even that guy, I, I'm forgetting his name, that Notre Dame beat rider, whatever guy, was it? Drexel? Dr Brian. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. Brian, whatever his name is. Brian Drake. Anyways, you know, he said, you know, oh, we'll see. He was like, you know, everybody's like, you know, he's doing pretty good. And he was like, oh, we'll see, you know, once it's finished. Like, you know, uh, Marcus Freeman is doing pretty good right now, too. And obviously, Marcus Freeman was ahead of time. But now they're three spots behind LSU and mm -hmm. some of the recruiting rankings. So, <laughs> you know, he's been doing just fine. And he's constantly 
Driscoll. Ryan Driscoll. He's constantly, you know, proven the haters first, you know, per se oh. wrong and the, the doubters. So I'm yeah. Omar obviously was a huge addition because we needed a linebacker and you went out and got it and you got a very quality one. So very, very excited for this upcoming season. Uh, going to be very exciting. Zach, I think in the next few weeks, we're going to have to start talking about some baseball. So we're getting just close. Like, getting very, just, very close. Yeah. We are less than a month away now, Zach. Less than <clears> I don't know if you, away. I don't know if you're down for this, but I've been kind of like we do with football. I'd like to do a position kind of breakdown. I'd love to do it. I'd love Fielding, to do it. hitting, pitching. I'd love to do it. We, we need and to do you know it. We, we need to get our boy Demui on. I was about to say we gotta get Demui again here again. He's always a great guest and gives great insight. So, and he'll he'll give us better insight to the pitching than than we'll ever be able to. So correct. All right, guys, we'll hit one more quick break and then we'll be right back after this to wrap it up. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show, and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys, we appreciate y'all joining in for the show. It's been a great show. We uh, Once again, we want to appreciate Brandon uh, for hopping in and, and uh, giving his input and his insight. Uh, it's probably a better word for that because he was there and present for the game uh, last night for the women's basketball. Y'all go follow them on social media, um, on, on all the pretty major platforms, at Balcony Bengals. Show them some support. They're constantly tweeting and whatnot during games, uh, putting their input out there uh, and their opinions out there, uh, all things LSU sports. So y'all go give them some love. All right. Appreciate y'all joining in. Uh, I mean, the comment section has been awesome tonight. Zach, do we have anything else that we need to address? Have we missed any? Think gorilla ball, absolutely. Uh, guys, people are acting like they may can break LSU's home run record. Obviously, that team uh, back in the nineties. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on. I think it was maybe in '97. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, has the home run record. There's some people that think you know we might get that this year. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm pretty excited about that. Gorilla Ball may be back this year. All right, guys, it's been a great show. Appreciate y'all joining. We will see y'all next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero takes out. Peace. <laughs>